Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of the LXP podcast. Uh, originally taped on October 24th, retaped on November power through, 6th. Power through. Go, go. When our podcasts get eaten, we record them again, and like fine wine, it gets better with age. We are back again to record this podcast, our special podcast, where we will be uh, reviewing the 1984 film, Ghostbusters, in honor of what we already had a Halloween. We'll also be talking about our experiences at Rhode Island Comic Con as guests, as panelists, and as attendees. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the big news in upcoming films from both Marvel and DC Recently, we just heard a big announcement from Pixar that we're going to talk about, and uh, and then yeah, as no as usual, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about the classic film review, Ghostbusters, and what our kids thought of it. I am your host, G Man, and with me, as always, are the other members of the league. Hi ho, this is Hop. Hi, hi ho, <laughs> hi ho. This is, I don't have a snappy beginning there. This is fun. <laughs> this is J.E. I'm trying to get a catchphrase. Yeah, I feel like Ben Stiller. <laughs> Catchphrase. It's <laughs> an old interview. No, he did. It was really Why funny. he lost Saturday Night Live years ago? He used to be on SNL. And they said he couldn't. He said he couldn't get a catchphrase. He tried catchphrase guy. Catchphrase. <laughs> I didn't know that. Catchphrase. And he never picked up. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. So we're back. Uh, we're gonna. We're just gonna go right into uh, the news. We're gonna be skipping uh, some of our other segments today because we're really tired and we've already recorded this podcast once. Uh, but we've got some new cool stuff, which is actually pretty good because we've got some new cool stuff to talk about that happened immediately after our last podcast. And uh, one of those things is um, let's just talk about Comic-Con, man, because that's, that's what I'm sure we have a lot of new listeners and hopefully are listening to this. So we're going to shout out to them. But uh, we did Rhode Island Comic-Con this year, uh, November 1st and 2nd at the Rhode Island Convention Center. And we had a table which was awesome, and we had a panel, which was even more awesome. So, guys, uh, you manned the tables. I was working in other parts of the con. You manned the tables most of the time, so tell us about your experience. Who wants to go first? You, Hoff. Go first. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um, basically nearly lost our voices talking to a lot of different people. I totally didn't expect the, the turnout or even the interest that we got, which was, I don't know, it just blew my mind. It, it really was amazing, did. yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I just, um, but I had a lot of fun, and I met a lot of really cool, interesting people, um, kids, costumes, you know, everything that comes along with with Comic Con. But yeah, I mean, let's you know, let's roll with it from there. Yeah, the families were amazing. It, the families cosplaying together, uh, coming up to us, wondering where we've been this whole time, and uh, that it's a it's an amazing thing that that's that's going on. And I think it's a uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be really dynamic to have a whole bunch of uh, families talking about what's what's nerdy, what's geeky, what's what's fun to do with the families. Yeah. And um, I know uh, that it just we were just overwhelmed with how much everyone was talking with us, and uh, the league is growing, and we're really happy about it. And uh, thanks for everybody for stopping by our booth and coming to our panel. That was that was a really good time. Yeah, and I'm so excited that people felt comfortable coming up and talking to us too, and yeah. they just. It, just seeing the seeing the idea, they latched onto it right away. They're like, "Oh, th- this is this is something I'm looking for. I'm gonna go over and talk." And uh, it was just amazing. We thought we were gonna be very bored, but we we, we didn't even have a chance to be bored. It was <laughs> no, amazing, that's true. right? And <laughs> and uh, 
it just amazed me every time someone came up to the table. I was like, "Oh man, oh my God, someone actually cares." Yeah. <laughs> I think this is interesting because it kept happening over even the even in the seventh hour of of the uh, yeah. the con. It, it was still feeling that every time someone came up. Yeah, we either asked them if they were nerdy parents, or they came up and said, "I'm a nerdy parent." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. And a lot of people walking by, a lot of people that didn't even stop still looked over and laughed and mm. and uh, laughed at the name. We're just like, oh, that's a great idea. And just good kept way. walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We even had some a few uh, a few people who were in their in their twenties, maybe in their late teens. Yeah, they like, were parents. Not, yeah, said, yeah, I'm not I'm not a parent, but I will be soon. And what's this all about? Learning about it and uh, had a lot of uh, a lot of people who who found interest at other tables. It was great. I know, gee, you came by a couple times, but you were down at KidsCon most of the time. Yeah, I worked. I worked the KidsCon uh, at Rhode Island Comic Con the second year. I, I, I programmed it and directed it, but I, I did come up every chance I got. I was really jealous that I couldn't be up there with you guys the entire time. And uh, next year, hopefully, I will be able to do that. Um, we missed you. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It's really good. Every time I came up, there were more people having signed up, and um, yeah, people like I. We had a couple of posters. Um, that were made by uh, my friend Alicia, who is uh, wife of the newest league member, Chris, who's going to be doing some writing for us. And possibly, I think next week on the next podcast, he's going to be a guest on our next podcast, joining the conversation. Uh, he's a new dad, so he's excited to be a part of it. He's like our first fan and our biggest fan. And man the table, actually, with Fonz on Sunday because uh, Hoff and Jay weren't able to be there. So he, he kind of kept Fonz company, and he really – really is an advocate for the show and for the website so but we, his wife made a couple of posters for us and um we gave oh, them out to those. people and um they asked us to sign one lady asked us to sign the poster i'm sure she's probably listening um <laughs> to this podcast but uh that was like the probably one of the coolest moments of my life to this point it's like marriage having a child and signing that poster yeah my head that Thanks. was pretty cool i was like did that just really happen yeah I mean, it's pretty cool I don't expect that we'll ever really be celebrities, but that kind of made me feel like one for just a minute. It was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It she, was. she she caught me at the very end, oh, for very beginning of the day on Sunday. She came running up. And she was the Fonz, I need your signature right now. <laughs> yep. And also, we we had a pleasant conversation both at the panel and at the table with her. Mm. She was very nice. Yep. I hope yep. she's listening. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could remember. I, I know she's she's on the website. And she I'm is. I'm gonna find oh. her name uh, so that we can actually give her a, a real shout. I think she actually recently. Uh, like something that Fonz just put up, a post that Fonz just put up, I think. Oh, but yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll find we'll find her, and we will definitely. Yeah. Hey guys, can we talk about the? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Hoff. I was I was going to say, can we talk about the panel a little bit? Mm. I thought that was really. interesting. Oh, it's uh, Maya, oh, was... I think Maya Johnson. Yeah, that's it. it Maya, Maya Johnson. So Maya, if you're listening, we appreciate you uh, making such a big deal about us, and <laughs> thank you for that. Go ahead, the panel. Um, yeah. yeah. We were just going to talk about the panel in general. Um, is that what you thought? I would say my. my oh, I thought long. you were going to say that. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Uh, during the panel, a lot of a lot of great questions came came yeah. up, and uh, yeah, we thought we were just going to answer the the moderators' questions, but we got. I didn't expect that. Like, <laughs> yeah, pointing people in the audience, and yep, um, he came out with some a couple of questions as well that we didn't yeah. we weren't expecting. Um, we we knew a couple questions that were going to be asked, but. Uh, he did come up with a couple questions that that were great. That last one, Florida, said so a, a lot. Like me for sure. Okay, uh, fine. I was just thrown back by it. you guys. The, uh, remind what us if your what kids aren't nerds. Yeah, what if your kids aren't nerds? Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, that, that threw me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think I answered what I would answer anyway. 
But they, of course, as I thought about everything, I went back and like, there's so much more I wanted to say, and I just on the spot in the moment, I didn't say everything I wanted to say. So maybe we can just you know we'll do it at some point in these podcasts, which is great. That's what that's what I've got these for. Oh, future panels, like we're not we're not done going to cons. We just this is the first yeah, one. Yeah, true, we're, true. We're gonna keep doing it. You know, I don't know how many we can afford to go to or how far we can afford to go, but. I want to keep doing at least regionally um, as many as we can muster the time and the money to do. Yep. Um, I'd love to do New York next year. Yeah, I don't know what fantastic. a table costs though. Well, there's plenty of, of of small cons. I think I made a list. Uh, there yeah. was people coming up to our 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 booth or table, whatever. They were talking about different cons, like there was Connecticut, uh, yep. Vermont. Granite State. Uh, is there a Granite State? There's a Granite State. So it's it's Vermont. all over the place. There's a couple us. in Mass. Like there's another one in a couple of weeks. Super Boston. Mega Fest in Framingham is happening in a couple of weeks. Um, but having tables at, at these things are, you know, I, uh, clearly people are interested. So um, yeah. So those of you that joined us and, and joined the league, please tell your friends and keep fra- you know listening and giving us feedback on what you want us to do. Uh, we do need to shout out to one person in particular. Uh, a young lady, uh, Nicole Nim, who uh, asked one of the most, um, I think, important questions is, we are the League of Externity Parents, but it's actually just four guys. And she's like, well, where is the female representation? And mm-hmm. we do have Emily. And the diverse representation. Yeah, diversity and, and um, set, you know, diversity in terms of gender as well as, as race. So, you know, we, we're going to work on that. Um, we actually invited Nicole to join the League. And hopefully we can work out something where she can be involved in some way. If we not, get Gunny on. If not on the podcast, yeah, yeah. Gunny would love to come on. We, uh, there's a lot we're going to do. I, I think we're going to, you know, diversify. We want to, we want to get a um, a blog going so we can have some folks writing about uh, all different issues as well as um, as games, video games. We talked about we talked about um, old fashioned uh, tabletops. Right. We talked about all that great stuff. Oh, you mean like arcade games? Yep. Yeah. Have um, everyone come in and, and if you if you'd like to, let us know um, what you'd like to contribute. And uh, the more you talk to us about the league, the more the league is going to change and evolve in the way you yeah. want to. So please uh, please tweet in, email us, post up on Facebook. Let us know what you want to see, and uh, we can help you out. We can we can get you involved. And uh, we're here for you guys. I mean, this is this is what it's all about. We, we watch our we watch all the movies that we want to watch and share them with our kids. But we want to hear what you guys do too. So please let us know. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I lost my train of thought. That was I was so engrossed. And what uh, well, I'm sorry. I can keep going. I'm say, I can just back keep talking. The, back, I mean, back to the con and things. Yeah, like yeah. Some of the other things that we <clears> saw. Um, well, I was like I said, I was downstairs most of the time, so yeah. I, I mean, I didn't get to see as much as I'd like to. I didn't, I didn't even get to go down every aisle. Um, yeah. But you were some, slacking in the back. Yeah, somewhere. I was, I was slacking around <laughs> in the back. But I, I did get, and, and maybe I'll, I'll post these. I post these on my Facebook. Maybe I'll throw them on the other Facebook. I did get to meet uh, some really cool celebs at the end of the night. Um, the benefit of working for the con was that I got to, at the last yeah. minutes of the con on Sunday, I got to go back. To the green room area where the celebs were, and I got to meet uh, Karen Allen from uh, Indiana Jones. I got to meet Ray Park, who was Darth Maul, and Toad from X Men. And then I got to meet the man himself, George Takei, and I got pictures with all those guys. So um, that was like a, just a major thrill for me to, to, to shake hands with George Takei and, and get a picture. And 
Oh, my. So, oh, my. He was very <laughs> gracious and very nice and very tired, um, which made him even more gracious and nice to, uh, to you know, to have some idiot fan go up to him when he was on his way out the door and, and bother him for one more picture. So I was grateful to that, and it's it's a treasured photo now of myself and that man. But that's about the most I got to do. So what about you guys? What the artists and entertainers did you get a chance to meet? I have at the table. I don't know. Yeah, I was at the table the, the day that I was there. Pretty much the whole time. I mean, I saw, I walked around and perused a little bit. Saw Karen Allen, saw, oh boy, um, Ray Park. Went down that wrestler's row, which half of them I wasn't yeah, Mick Foley real was familiar there. with. You're the wrestle, wrestling fan. Yeah. I, I'm a I don't, Hulk I didn't Hogan, know a lot of 80s era wrestling fan. <laughs> Hulk After Hogan's going to be at stress. Super Mega Fest, apparently. So. Oh, really? But I saw him. I didn't meet him, but I was close to him at one point at a show I went to years ago. He's a pretty good dude. Most entertaining thing I did was uh, our interview with two angry geeks. Oh, oh God. <laughs> those guys were great. Show. Those guys yeah. were great. And um, and uh, thanks for pulling me aside there. He did a different interview. He pulled me aside right out of the crowd, picked me out of there with my son, and put me on the spot. Thanks a lot. That was a little tough. I know Hoff had it. Uh, Hoff, Hoff got the brunt I got, of I our the, interview. I got the most of the angry part. Of <laughs> yeah, the he got all the anger himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you really want to start off, you know, on a good note, <laughs> ask him where he's from, because he, that's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's from Wear Mass, so that just oh right, that's right, right off the angry Wear Mass, anyway. yeah. So Kevin. I think two of us did that. You did it. I did it. Too. Oh yeah, oh, we, oh, three of us did it. We did a little uh, who's on first thing with him on that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Like, where are you from? Where? I'm like, yeah, where? And then I was Wear Mass. <laughs> what do you mean wearing masks? These guys are great. I mean, they talk about uh, my, uh, the main thing he, they talk about is why they're uh, why they're angry, and he talks about what makes him angry at Comic Cons. Uh, it's about maybe uh, celebrities being rude to people, people bullying other people who don't have great costumes. Really yeah. great. Uh, he comes off comes off almost like wrestler esque. Yeah, but he's uh, but that uh, I haven't he's met his partner. Got a good point because uh, like even today this this just came off the top of my head because today they announced the uh, title of. The Star Wars movie, the yes. movie coming out, and um, there's already people complaining. Uh, and that's one of the things that sets them off is like the 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 blogs and the posts or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, people! Like, really? I know, like, we're kind of doing that. We kind of, you know, make fun of some movies and whatever. We might have did our little thing with Affleck and whatever, but and the um, Hobbit, and the Hobbit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure, but. That's after the fact. That's after it comes out. You can play. It's right, before right. Before when you don't even have you've seen it yet. Yeah. And there's true. this uproar, like, really? You know. So. Yep. Yep. Talk to him a while about that. Like where he got his his um his anger, his angle, his <laughs> anger. Yeah. And then I made him angry. So. Well, he did post. <laughs> he did post their interview with us as well as um like basically a lot of interviews. I think it's part one of a two part video. Oh really? Do it's just part one on the video. So if you if you Google uh, or you go on YouTube and search for Angry Geek, they have a channel, um, Angry Geek channel. You can Two see, Angry Geeks, yeah, something right, like that. You can see piece. their show and you can see us. We're in the first part. I think we're in the second interview on there. But they he interviews a lot of people and goes around the con. There's also he has another video he put up just cosplay, video, you know, people in costume. Speaking of which, uh, any particularly particularly interesting costumes yeah, that you absolutely. guys saw? Oh, the Dalek was yep, amazing. That's the yep. first thing I have to do. Me too. Talk about geeky parents. I mean, this is uh, this gentleman and his son put together a Dalek costume that was just amazing. I mean, 
the arms extended, it fired. He he had a voice changer in it. It was it was amazing, and his and his father. I mean, he made a great a great doctor. It was, it yep. was fantastic. <laughs> he did. People were following them all around. That was cool. I thought it was cool. Um, I was down in the kids area, and I had um, we were doing story story time. We had local authors who were reading to the kids, but we also this year we did super super story time, which was. On Saturday, we had Spider-Man and Superman reading from books. And then on Sunday, we had a bunch of Disney characters. And uh, my friend uh, William Muskeluk was uh, from Frozen. He was Kristoff. And oh, we, we had a couple of kids, a couple of ladies who were scheduled to come in as the princesses, Anna and Elsa. But one of them got sick, another one canceled, and we lost our princesses. So we had all we had was Kristoff. But he went up into the con, and he found two girls with great costumes. I want to get their names so they can get a shout-out. And they did – they read from the Frozen, like, kids' book version of Frozen. And the kids were just – the girl, all the girls, the boys, all the little kids thought they were the real characters. They were um, they were just engrossed in meeting these people and taking pictures. They, I mean, they, it was amazing – and how amazing these cosplayers were with them. I want to get the names of the other the other people, uh, and and how great the, the costumes were so cool. Um, it was uh, Julie Wilk and Megan Hudson, um, two girls that were dressed as the other princesses, and it was just, I mean, it was magical. The kids were loving it. The parents were really loving it. It was, I mean, it's a simple costume and it's not anything new or special, but they played the characters really great. Great. So if they listen to the podcast. Um, I thank them on here for the great work that they did and how awesome they looked. And they were hugging them and they were taking. They were million pictures, million pictures. They wouldn't let them. The kids wouldn't let them leave. They were so excited, asking them where uh, Olaf was, asking them where Sven was. And I wish I had seen that. I, you know, we were stuck in the booth. You were down at KidsCon. Uh, there was so much. It only makes me think about how much more was going on. Yeah, it, it there's just so much was, we didn't see. Yeah, there was so much action going on. There were so many vendors. I mean, beautiful artists that were just, just beautiful work. Uh, cosplayers that just put everything into it. Who did we see? Uh, we were sitting at the cosplayers? booth. Yeah, was that, uh, that we saw a huge transformer. The guy yeah, was like a life-size transformer. Was a huge the Modoc, oh, the Modoc, yeah, that, was that guy won the costume contest really? or came in second. Yeah, or we something. didn't say that late. He came in yeah. second he, to who? There was another. There, he was up in the top. I don't know if he was first or second, but um, he, his costume was like one of the best of the day. So he won something. Wow, yeah, he was. That that was amazing, and uh, they had everything. They had my son loved the. Uh, they had animals there. They had a. He held an alligator. He held a uh, python, I think. A tra- he wanted to hold the tarantula, but he was a little too afraid. But uh, it, it was very cool. Very neat. Yeah, there were tons. There were, uh, yeah, just a lot of characters. It was cool from our vantage point, too, because um, a lot of other people were walking around. But we got to stay put and watch people walk yeah. by. Yeah, we may not have <laughs> Which seen gave us a bit of a, every cosplayer. But right, but we saw a lot. We had a, we had a nice vantage point for where we were, which was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see all that. So, yeah, I think all around it was just a great, great show. So many people. Yeah. So many people. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they'll probably expand next year. They'd have to. Um, I don't know where they're going to go, though. Rhode the, Island's the dunk, the dunk. The dunk. The Donut Center, probably. Great. Oh, yeah. Um, and use both buildings. Maybe if, you know, the crowds were just immense. It was so well received. And I don't know how many people were there. I don't know what the final counts were, but it's probably in the top five of attendances in Comic-Cons in this country now. I would have to guess it was just 
I don't Rhode Island. Who knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you know when you got people like Shatner and Takei and and uh, and Elisa Dushku and stuff on on the you know on the list of celebrities, you know people will come to see them. And Shatner was just. I was close to him. I didn't talk to him, but I, I, I was a few feet away from him. That's all the surviving members of Star Trek. Right? With the exception of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, we had of all Nimoy, yeah, the surviving true. members of, the, of Star Trek. Um, it was amazing, yeah. And, and Scott Wilson, Herschel from yep. The Walking Dead. Yeah, he, he was very really cool. popular. And yeah. the priest, too. The new yeah. Guy. Yeah, I didn't see so That actor who played the, the who plays the new priest character, he was all over the con. Every time I turned around, he was walking by me. He was, he was just hanging out. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, it was a great show, so uh, we enjoyed it. it you know, and, and, so, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Let's we're, move on. We're not going to miss it. Try to be it. Uh, yeah, we'll be every year. Movies. We'll definitely go every year, pa- panel if we can, and table if we can. Uh, so let's just talk about a couple of other news stories before we get to the um, before we get to the movie review here. Spoiler alert. You mean nerd alert. Alert nerd. Uh, there's there's a, the big one of the big ones is this two. Like, so let's talk about the two smaller stories. One is that Pixar. Within the last few hours, announced Toy Story Four to be directed by the one and only John Lasseter, the man who basically founded the Pixar Studios as one of the, the top dogs in Pixar, and he is now in charge of uh, Disney Animation. I think he, he I moved up right. into just be in charge of all of Disney Animation, mm-hmm. but he is going to get back into the director's chair, uh, figuratively speaking, for this new animated film. So, what do you guys think about? The fact that they're going to bring the characters on back for a fourth installation. Um, Definitely didn't see it coming. (laughs) No, I didn't. It came out of nowhere. I thought they were done. The only thing that springs right to my mind is is they ended the other one so well that I don't know. That's that's the only part I have a problem with. Toy Story 3 ended so perfectly to wrap it all up. What are they going to do to unravel it and then wrap it up again in one movie? I don't know. I feel but, like it's a money. I feel, I'm feeling like it's a money thing. Maybe it's a prequel. Oh, maybe it's a prequel. How they were all made. <laughs> how they're doing it with the toys. <laughs> that's that's, that's interesting. That's that interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be. Well, there's all that talk about um, about uh, uh, oh, it's gonna kill me now. Who is the uh, the boy who owned the toys? Andy. Andy's hat and all that stuff. Well, is no, that whole they would theory? have to do it if they do it continuing on. They just do it with the girl in some new adventure. Well, no, it could go backwards because there's well, a lot of talk about her mom being the one who owned uh, Jesse and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea for a, a prequel. But still, I, we'll I don't see. know. I just feel like um, it, you're right. It wrapped it up so Perfectly. well. It really did. And I just feel like that story arc is over and they keep coming out with movies that are fantastic. Why are they why Yeah, are they Pixar is not like it's they're starved for, for other things. Everything else they do yeah. is successful. And they've got another movie coming out too. Was it, um, and I forget the name of the movie, but it's it's uh, there's a preview for it a little while. Ago. Oh yeah. yeah, the one about the little girl's emotions having. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a teenage it. girl, like a like a tween girl, and yeah, I, I forget the name of it. We'll have to look it up and we'll put it on the we'll put it on the website. But okay. yeah, I don't know if it's a, if it's a great idea. Of course, it'll get flooded and, and make a ton of money. Maybe it's a it's a way to keep the generations going with it. Uh, it's called uh, Inside Out. Okay, Inside Out was a new Pixar. I just, I for one, I, I could watch a million Toy Story movies. I think they get oh, no, better and better each time. I have all confidence that even if they are going to bring these characters back, even if it's a money grab, I can't imagine with Lasseter at the helm that it's going to be a crappy sequel. I think mm. it's going to be worth watching whatever they do with it. 
And I even like that Halloween special that they did. Yeah, see, that's good. fine. I think the TV one, the TV oh, specials are yeah. great. That's a great idea. They, Not, they could know. do a lot worse than making another Toy Story movie. So I know I can't. I'm, you know, as long as the actors are coming back and the directors mm-hmm. and the writers are coming back, I haven't been disappointed with that series. So just to me, it's like I just want to see. I want to see Pixar and Disney constantly creating new. Like, I want to see yeah. them, okay, yeah, what's the next that. idea? What's the next idea? What's the next idea? Yeah, new and fresh. I don't want to see them, like, rehash. Well, they do. They have, they have a couple of new movies coming. You know, they have that Inside Out one, and there was a dinosaur right. one that they were working on for a while. I don't know. They have the Finding Dory, which is, you know, another sequel. Yeah. I like new, but I also like the, the characters that I love. I like to be back in that world. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Okay. Right. It is It'll just you. Everyone yeah, else just disagrees. <laughs> the other piece of news is that Star Wars uh, announced the the new Star Wars Episode 7. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. It has, epi- has announced its title, uh, The Force Awakens. And sleeping? Yes. The yeah, Force the went to sleep went for a while and awakened. So I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, oh, of man. course. Oh, wait a minute. I'm the Force. <laughs> the minute that... <laughs> The minute that's announced, like everybody starts speculating and exactly. arguing and complaining, and nobody knows anything about anything, as Hoff pointed out. Um, what could it mean? Oh my God! What's awakening? Who's awakening? Where is it awakening? Uh, that's what they want. Though. I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, well, they want it, and they, yeah, they do want it, and they don't. But I think they're smart. I think they're doing some misdirection. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I hope they are. I, let me rephrase that. I hope they are. Yeah. Because I don't want to know. I don't. I do and I don't, I, but I don't want spoilers on this one. I want to go in and have that movie experience and see everything fresh. I don't, I really don't want to be spoiled because I really have high, well, high expectations. Get, get used to being spoiled because that's what no, this but industry I, does. Shut it off. They release little tidbits for years before the movie comes out. Like yeah, but what Batman I'm saying is that if they're smart, they'll misdirect. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, we'll get to so it. It is Abrams. Rumor. Yeah. Exactly. He's the master at that. Yeah, yeah. that's well, what I'm saying. He's the master. And that's why I'm, I have more confidence in him. Yeah. But the, the, the rumor that Luke might be the bad guy. Love that Or might rumor. turn to the dark side. If it's true, great. If it's not, even better. Yeah. You just totally misdirected everyone. Yep. And you'll go in and say, oh, I thought he was going to be the bad guy. And it's not. Good. Right. Yeah. Now you're watching the movie that he made and... Not the spoilers. Is that what is that what we've come to? I feel like that's what we've come to with yeah. movies. Is that it's it's less about the it's more well it's more about the journey than it is the destination. <laughs> it, it's really it sounds so like, yeah. It's very it, it is. It's all about like uh, the anticipation of it and what you think is going to happen. What could possibly happen in this new universe? I mean, the the, the empire is gone or or dying, and uh, it's great. It's yeah. a, I think that's the best part of it. You know? Yep. Well, I mean, I, what I'm beginning to realize is that we've spoken almost not at all about our kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, That's right. right. Cool. Isn't that the theme of this? So, I mean, as far as um, <laughs> by the time this movie comes out, my son will be going to movies. So, I mean, it's a better title for me to explain to him than, you know, The Phantom Menace. You know? Exactly. Does it make any I sense? I always throw that out. Attack of the Clones, which title. sounds like it was written by a by my son but i mean hey, this is going to be our kids star wars it's going to yeah. be their generation star wars most of our kids anyway our littlest ones this is going to be their first star wars movie so um i'm hoping that it has the same impact because that was one of the questions that came up on the panel like how did you know you were a geek mm-hmm. yeah and we were like star wars 
least, yeah, the, the, two at least of us. the three older guys were like Star Wars because we saw it when we were seven and. Jay was like, was... I wasn't born then. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> that was one of those questions. I was like, oh, there's so much more. It made me. Jay was like, my dad told me I was a geek. My dad let me stay out of school to go to see The Phantom Menace. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. Yeah, I, we, yeah awesome. we left work that's early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all plan to go. Um, so speaking of our kids' geekness, uh, the, both DC and Marvel have announced their slate of films. <laughs> From now until the year 2020, when our kids will be like, what, 2020, my son's going to be nine years old because he's he was born in 2011. I'll have a pacemaker. He's going to be nine. So between the time that he's old enough to go to the movies and the time he's nine, he's going to be able to see Ant-Man and Captain America Civil War and Batman v Superman and Doctor Strange and Wolverine 3 and Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Wonder Woman, Fantastic Four 2. I mean, they've announced there, there's something, what, of like... 50 movies or something they're saying superhero based movies between now and 2020 so I think what saddens me the most about this as a parent is that my son is like we know everything that's going to happen for the next six years there's no surprises from these studios like it used to be like they would announce every year what the movies for that year were and if it's like, oh, oh that's yeah. so cool but now like what are we gonna get? What are we gonna get? Now we're gonna get just teased about every single movie between now yeah. and the time that well, these come out because of the battle between the studios. Yeah, they're, like, they're... but not only that, I think they have to do that, don't they? Because, yeah. well, the way they're tying movies together now, they never did that before. It's not just movies. Well, they, it's it's video games. Yeah, it's you know. But they've never toys. tied the movies together. The, starting with uh, Marvel, they've never they've they start never fighting. been able to. Well, they end the movies with a hint to the next one. Right. And they hint. So they kind of have to build these out yeah. over a long period of time. They have to know the ending. What's going to happen at the end of, you know, uh, you know, it's going to happen at the end of Civil War. What's going to happen yeah. at the end of, and we all kind of know since we we know about the comics and stuff. But you know, they have to write to that. So they ha- they can say this is going to be resolved way in the future. So here's here's the opening date. You might as well know them. You know. It's it's kind of crazy because I mean, they they have that much money that they if any of these fail yes they do <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying they have enough money that if any of them fail doesn't matter the story's been told we right. go on to the next yep. and we just keep going and going and going because they can that's why they're doing it we, we talked about saturation though yeah you know, saturation well, this comes up again and again but I mean when I was a kid I remember being excited to hear about new movies that were going to be like. Not, I don't have to wait six years to see this movie. You know what I mean? Like, not knowing is better because, like, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll eventually get to see the Inhumans movie, but not until 2018. You know what I mean? Like, like knowing six months or eight months or ten months or even a year out that a movie is on its way. As a kid, like, it's hard to wait when you're a child for anything. Like, Christmas takes forever to come every year, right? right. Yeah. But when Christmas isn't coming for six years. <laughs> Right. That one <laughs> movie you've been waiting is, to see. Is sure. that harder than like when we were kids and like Star Wars was made? I hate to keep going back to Star Wars, but Star Wars was made and you really didn't know if the next one was going to get made. Right. Yeah. Well, so after the first yeah. that, like, all right, let's just use Empire as a better example because it was left open-ended at, at the end. Yeah. And you knew there had to be another movie, but you like didn't know. That was the worst though, waiting three years for that movie. Three years. That was the worst. Right, that's what I'm saying. And that's what they're it doing to all of us for the next <laughs> but six years. there's a movie years. every six yeah. months. But that's throwing in other I know, Marvel but there, movies. I know, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just there's, like... There's, there's something on the horizon. Knowing to too much is just ruined. It's like getting your gifts. Like 
the getting all of your toys on Christmas, oh, but no. not being able to open them. Yeah, but we are so for spoiled. five Christmases from yeah. now. We're spoiled yeah. rotten. There's how many DVDs you have right now of superhero or sci-fi? Oh yeah, I can... I agree. This is a wonderful time, yeah. and I'm glad all these films are being made. But I feel like like you... <laughs> like I'm deflated that we know all of this so far in advance. Yeah. You know, like. I would have liked to hear like every year, like here's the movies for this year and here's the movies for the year. Yeah, you know, like not – don't expect anything but these movies, yeah. guys, because this is what we're making and you know and there's not going to be any surprises. We're not going to throw any movies in there that you don't already know about because we've had to book all of these release dates <laughs> yeah. six years out. Um, like I'm going to have my car paid off and I'll probably have the car I buy after that paid off by the time I see the last of these movies. And I just like when I was like I said when I was a kid, thinking about my son here when I was a kid I just wanted to I loved being surprised by going to the movie theater and a trailer you weren't expecting to see yeah. like oh my god that movie's so cool and it's what six months it's coming out now it's like yeah the Flash movie's coming out in 2018 yeah that's gonna be awesome and I can't wait to see the second half of Infinity War in 2019 it's I don't know it's. It's I just feel like it, it when takes it actually this, has a timeline that you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, like it, you could, it's, if you look on our <laughs> Facebook like page, we posted tree. it. It's, yeah, it totally is. The Comics Alliance did this whole like um, chart for the next six years of, of superhero movies, and they have not just those films, but they have the Spider-Man movies and the X-Men movies and the Fantastic Four movies, all the other different studios and the, the tentative plans that they have, as well as a bunch of unknown year, like six movies that they don't that are supposed to come out that we don't even know when they're coming out. Like Justice League Dark and, and Sandman and Gambit and all these Justice movies. Justice League Dark. So it's like... Talk about titles. <laughs> yeah. It's only a matter of time before they... beer? Like, <laughs> Justice League Dark. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before they they release the release dates so far out in the future that they're, like, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like... Yeah. Well, aren't they Sp- already? Spider-Man 7, Death of Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> 20, 2022. Spider-Man Reborn, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, they're kind of doing that because, like, we know that it, it, basically if you think about this new Avengers movie that's coming, the Ultron movie, Thor's going to live because he's got a sequel coming. Oh, sure, yeah. Captain America's going to live and Iron Man's oh, going to yeah. live because they're both going to be in the new Captain America movie. So, like, I guess Hawkeye's dead. Yeah, but we all you know, know – Ruffalo's if... got a six-movie deal, so he's they're not going to kill the Hulk. I know, but if you read comics and you're a comics fan, no one ever dies. Yeah, I know. Superman died, what, but, twice? But in the movies, mm. they can because these actors eventually will stop signing. So they're going to replace – I mean, Chris Evans will eventually not be Captain America anymore. He'll stop doing it's it. It's going to happen if one of them die in real life. Ugh, they're screwed. They better start shooting What's gonna every happen movie all if, at once. Yeah. Let's Dude, hope that, that doesn't happen. happen. Any one of these people. That's, that could happen. That's, that's pretty, guys, pretty morbid. That's morbid and deep. <laughs> anyway. so down this road. I don't know. I just, I, I'm glad that my son's going to so grow up watching all these films. I hope he likes them. Um, but I, just, like I feel depressed that. You're going to hate him. Yeah. Your kid isn't going to be a nerd. That's the thing. We're trying to get our kids to. I'm giving We're him an action figure a day like. from all my old Marvel action figures. Like every week he gets a new guy. I mean, he names them himself. His, this is a Magneto. His name is um, Ringy. 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 It's always such an E. <laughs> uh, that's his name, Ringy. That Magno, Magneto, Magneto is Ringy. Ringy. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, there's some guy. I don't know what he is. He's, he's like an all red guy. I don't remember who it is. Ready. That's, that's um, Rega. And you then there's a from Marvel. There's another guy. Just have him name the cat. Right, we have named, this guy. He can do this. He can uh, avalanche. I have an avalanche. And he has an A on his chest, and he's a guy. 
And the guy on his chest. I love that. And Whiplash is blue guy because he's blue. So he's playing with action figures and they're superheroes. So Did you see, hoping. by the way, I, I know we went to New York Comic Con together. Did you see the, the Axe Cop? I didn't see Axe Cop. Axe Cop was there. Was, was he with Dinosaur Cop? No, Axe Cop. It was just Axe Cop. Axe and I'm just like, I, I keep, do you, oh, you guys know God. Axe Cop? Is a um, is a cartoon for I think it was what was it a five year old book first. and a, like a twelve year old right yeah it was a web comic that became a comic book that became an animated yeah. show so it was the five year old would make up the characters yeah and the older brother would be the animator so oh, he would just awesome. make up stuff like a guy and ringy and yeah. he'd all right well this is what ringy looks like what well, was axe cop and dinosaur dinosaur cop or whatever. <laughs> And Unicorn Man. like the, It's but, like a five-year-old's like internal monologue put into animated that's form. That's cool. And it was great. He would just like kill people, and then he would d- drop his axe and pick up all these weird Uni- things. Uni- Uni- like baby, his Unicorn brother Baby, Unicorn Baby, and stuff. Weird. Is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like a, the, his, the, the axe cop's partner like eats a dinosaur egg and turns into dinosaur cop. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just like what you would expect a five-year-old to do. But anyway... Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes uh, with all these movies and stuff. So um, we should probably move on to, yeah, we should definitely move on to the movie review segment of the show. This week uh, we are reviewing again <laughs> Ghostbusters, uh, 1994 film uh, starring the the legends themselves. Uh, we got Bill Murray. We got. Dan Aykroyd, we got Harold Ramis, we got Sigourney Weaver, Rick Moranis, and Ernie Hudson. Um, and the synopsis on this film, three unemployed parapsychology professors set up shop as a unique ghost removal service. Their business venture takes on huge stakes as an ancient god threatens to destroy all of New York City unless the Ghostbusters work together to stop it. This week, we're going we're gonna to play a quick clip, and then we're going to hear from uh, J.E.'s daughter, Kendall, on her opinion of the film. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. Yeah, so that's uh, Ghostbusters. They're ready to believe you. Um, so we're going to hear from J.E.'s 11-year-old daughter. Kind yeah. of 11 now? Yep, she's 11. And she watched the movie with her dad, and this was her take on the film. All right, I'm here with Kendall, and we just finished watching Ghostbusters. So, Kendall, what did you think? It was good. Yeah. Did you like it? Yes. How do you think it holds up to movies that come out today? It was it was good. I've seen it before. It's it's good. It's, it's maybe other movies are kind of better in a way because when you see the special effects, they're mm-hmm. kind of a little cheesier than in other movies because you can like see that it's fake, but in other movies we are just learn more about how to do that. Mm-hmm. It the the special effects are definitely better sure. than 
in the movie. When the special effects are kind of cheesy, does it um, take away from the enjoyment of the movie? Or does it not really matter? In some parts, you're just like, wow, that's just, that's just, no. But in other parts, you're just like, you don't really care. (laughs) Did you have a favorite part of the movie? No. You didn't have a favorite part? I don't really get favorite parts in movies, but I did. I, I like the movie, though. Okay. Did you think there were any parts that might be too scary for little kids? Um, might be too scary for little kids. Me, personally, I have a sick obsession with horror movies, so for me, absolutely not. What if, about little kids? Like, like, little kids, I guess maybe, um, I don't necessarily think there's anything too scary, but I mean, if they're like, who maybe they won't understand like some of the parts and maybe it'll maybe it'll scare them a little but it, it like maybe some parts where some of the ghosts come out like in the first part it's like if you have the volume up loud it's it's like a really really loud when the ghosts and they're like so maybe that might be confusing for someone who's younger but um not really scary I wouldn't say it would be scary all right do you think there were was there inappropriate parts in the movie, or for the most part, was it fine for... For the most part, it was fine. Um, they were swearing, but you're mostly going to come across that now a lot. So it really isn't a big deal. Okay. All right. Um, so if you had to give it a rating, like, between one and five stars, what would you give this movie? Maybe a four because of some of the special effects, how they some of them were just... Mm. All right. Cool. Will you watch it again someday? Yes. I have watched it before a couple of times, too, so this isn't my first time seeing it. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, that was awesomely lucid and very well spoken by Kendall there. So she seemed to enjoy the film. That's good. So what did you, the others, what did your boys slash girl think of Ghostbusters? Yeah, I'll go ahead since, Might as well since yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, we heard yeah. from Kendall. Um, she's 11, Hunter, Hunter's five, and he loved it. This movie went over very well in my house. Uh, really? Yeah, all of us sat together and watched it. We had fun. Uh, we had seen it before, so it wasn't like we had to, we could talk and joke around during the movie and laugh at parts and get excited that parts were coming up. So that was pretty neat. Nothing scared my son in the movie. Really? Um, nothing. Five years old? He's five. Yeah. Um, maybe, it, maybe it's because he's seen it before, perhaps. Oh, yeah, that could definitely. Um, but it, nothing really scared him. Um, and, and we have it's been a while. So it's been a few weeks now or a couple of weeks now since we watched it, and nothing's came up, no nightmares or anything like that. And he hasn't mentioned anything that's freaked him out. So um, so for us specifically, didn't didn't bother him. Um, he had a few parts he really liked. He he was very excited to see Slimer, probably because I was uh, kind of pumping him up to be excited for his for a Slimer. That's, that's it didn't scare him at all. Yeah, sure. My sons were uh, my my youngest son is three. He got pretty scared and um, left the room, and that was the end of his viewing. When when the uh, arms came out of the chair and grabbed mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver and pulled her into her kitchen and probably into her fridge. Um, he got really nervous about that. He did, uh, Luke, my oldest also got a little nervous about that. Uh, but he held tight and really enjoyed the movie. He loved, uh, Slimer. He loved all the, uh, he loved the 
the backpacks. He wanted to know what those were all about yeah. and how they worked. And he loved the ambulance. And, and um, it just it was a big success. He <laughs> did say the same thing as Kendall about about the effects, especially the big hounds, the big dogs yeah. Yeah, the running out of the building. Yeah. yeah, You could see like the clear plastic where they had... Yeah, I'm assuming anyway where they had spliced the the yeah. Uh, however, the technology yeah. the, the <laughs> definitely outline. wasn't wasn't computer animation. Yeah, right, for right. sure. Right, no, and no. he was. Uh, he, he was it was so forget. You know, we're so forgiving of that because you know that was our That's, time. But yeah. when we saw it when it was in the movie theater. You're not gonna forgive that very easily. Yeah, they see right. everything so flawlessly now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, you know there were a couple things that I had to kind of like. He, everybody really smoked. Forget. It was just, and uh, that's I, that. That's all right. That's all right. There's a little bit of drinking when they got fired and, and stuff like that. He didn't bring that up too much, but uh, I was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know how you felt. But, um... It was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Uh, tried to make a distraction. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> Loud noise. Like, hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, that was a big thing. And uh, the whole scene between Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver, the whole comment about, I want you inside me, there's too many people already. I want you inside me. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I can't. Sounds like you got at least two people in there already. He was joking about the concept of taking advantage of her and not doing so. Right. But as a child, you didn't really, I don't think you really understood that. I certainly didn't when I watched it when I was little. And talking with Kendall uh, about the movie and, and about those scenes, she didn't really pick up on that either. Right. So, um, so that's, that's that. With that scene, at least. I mean, still, it's a caution flag, I think. Right. Yeah. Something to remember is there that you may not realize when you're watching it with your kids. Yeah, that could be a hey, look over there moment. Yeah. But I, definitely I, distract <laughs> the scene when the when Dan Aykroyd is lying in bed yeah. and then the ghost yeah. shows up. Like, See, I didn't distract. I, did, to, I just had control and I just fast forward. Yeah, that's a good move. Um, jump yeah. forward 30 seconds. You won't miss much. Yeah. It's a it's, useless – it's a. It's not a very important montage anyway. Not for the kids. No. But for me, you know. I was watching it with my wife. That yeah, that, that that's the important scene. Uncomfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have. Uh, now yeah. you're making us uncomfortable. <laughs> I had something to say, but I'm not going to say anymore because I'm uncomfortable. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> gee, did you want to? Uh, what did, did you watch with your son? Yeah, I did, and um, this is. I, I brought this up on actually at the panel. The same scene that 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 Alex got scared. Luke uh, Logan got scared. He it was the scene where Sigourney Weaver gets attacked by her chair. Yeah, the, the arms grabber, and he, and then the door opens, and you see like the devil dog thing in there. The the uh, Ooh, oh, devil yeah. dogs, those are dogs. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> what, was, what was the name? <laughs> yeah, Keymaster. The gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. The but she, the gatekeeper, had a name. I can't remember. Oh, Zul. Zul. Uh, oh, is that, is that was well, Zul is the name of the gatekeeper Zool. dog, and Vince Glortho. Good. I love the name. Vince Glortho. Don't you remember? I am Vince Glortho, the key master of Gozer. Don't you remember Vince? that? Yeah, so the, the other dog is named Vince Glortho. For some reason, it has a, a surname. But but the, but uh, Zul, there is no Dana, only Zul, right? So Zul right, right. takes over Dana. But the, you see the, the dog thing, like, roaring, and my son, like, ran out of the room and ran into the room and shut the door. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really right. scared, and my wife was that's like, wife "She came out a few minutes later, and she's like, time to turn this off.' You have to." Watch. I'm like, "But the podcast." She's like, "I don't care about the podcast. Your son is terrified. <laughs> turn it off." So, uh, yeah, you but might want science. You might, yeah, for it's, science. It's, for, it's an experiment. Um, so, she, yeah, we we I had to watch it alone on my laptop in bed after that. But um, 
Just now I'm really uncomfortable. Just to bone up on it. Um, oh, oh, no. oh, come yeah. on. Get your minds out of the gutter. Horrible. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Edit that out. Um, <laughs> it's on purpose. It's not getting edited. Um, <laughs> at any rate, edit it out. It's yeah, sad. that was that was about as far as I got into the film before he wasn't interested. He did like the Slimer guy. He thought he was funny. Oh, um, the green goop. You know, like what, before Slimer. I forget. While you're saying that, he was never named Slimer in right. the movie. Yeah, he, no, because I was talking to. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But you did interrupt me. But I, but I, I meant to or it. not. <laughs> But the the cartoons I yeah. want to bring up that was a, kind of a big part. But that was ahead. the first thing I was yeah. into. But the, supposedly, oh. from what I've read, that ghost is supposed to be the ghost of John Belushi. Oh, you're really kidding! Kind of. I mean, I don't know if it's true. It was one of those internet, huh. you know, trivia tidbits that supposedly that ghost is supposed to be Belushi. I don't believe that. Um, he's fat and eats a lot, and he's slob. All right, slob, now I believe it. Maybe <laughs> if he was doing coke between takes, oh, I, I you might think that it was him. That's in the uh, DVD. Extras. That's in the extras, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that's what that's what Logan thought of it. Um, I mean, personally, I, I mean, I could see this movie a million times, but probably not for the youngest ones in your family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same now, here. I get a funny thing to bring up. Uh, we we watched just before this. We watched the uh, Screen Junkies uh, trailer. Oh yeah. For and and now I rolling onto the, the podcast honest trailer. Yeah. Right now, rolling into uh, into what happened at our panel. We talked about the uh, the Bill Murray borderline being a borderline sexual, pre- oh, sexual yes, predator. They talk about in the Screen Junkie, but you know, do, how do you feel about about Bill Murray in in the movie uh, the way he acts with, with Sigourney? Yeah, I, I hate to bring it up. I mean, but... it's like, they're joking around. They call him a sexual predator, but he's just a Lothario. He's just you know, he's Bill Murray. Lothario. Yeah, I know. Yeah, is that, that the right word. term? Did I use that right? All right. I, I don't know, know if you know. did. I hear words like that, and I just, I just pretend go. I understand. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, I was the context to go along with because it. I pretended I knew what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> Everyone out there pretend too. They, don't Let's look it all up. We're gonna get so many posts. He's right. Lothario was actually. This. I think he's right. I think. <clears> yeah. I hope I am. Um, <laughs> the Lothario of parts. The character in the Gladiator wasn't But Lothario, as first, as opposed to sexual. To me, Lothario. <laughs> One sounds better. My sword. <laughs> That's not my sword. But uh, I don't know. Sorry. Okay, but go on. If he would do that, me. he wouldn't have been half as funny. I mean, you know, it's funny because uh, my wife and I watched Meatballs. We were all into like. He's the same meatballs. guy. It was the same. He thing. was worse in Meatballs. Oh, I was yeah. like, man, this is. But insane. that was like, a, you know, that would be like a what now. Um, that would probably be R-rated now. I yeah, that might that probably be R-rated for sure. Oh yeah, I don't know if it was back then. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, we'll, maybe we'll watch that some other time. When I, anyway, all right. I just want to bring that up because uh, of of what we talked about in the panel and all that fun stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, it's That's yeah. True. And again, you know the the idea of Sigourney Weaver's character being to a degree a damsel in distress, which came up at the panel. How do you how do you address? The representation of women in modern I, yeah. geek culture to and your what, daughters. What didn't come up, and what we didn't, and I didn't, I failed to say, was we're viewers. We don't control what comes out. We just control what we view. So, right. all we can do is talk to our kids about that, like bring it up, same way we're doing here, and you know, try to. I don't know. Just. Yeah. I thought Sigourney it. Weaver's character. I, I thought she was a positive role model though i mean she was an independent woman 
yeah. l- living on her own and, yeah. and doing her own thing. She didn't have well, a man taking like care that. of her. I mean, she just didn't know how to deal with ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She wasn't necessarily that. looking for, for a, a male savior. She was just looking for someone that understood supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, yeah. She was looking Only for an expert to help with her problems. Even dogs doing. in your fridge, you know? Who are you going to call? So. Yeah. I mean, of course, she got taken, she got taken over, and there's the whole... Uh, you know, after she got uh, possessed, maybe maybe things changed a bit. But I was trying to act and handle this. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> You've got so, the t- t- nearly teenage daughter. So. Yeah, but um, but to tell you the truth, I never put. So you, in the last time we recorded the podcast, you guys pointed out the fact that there was the um, the situation with the key master and the gatekeeper, and that mm-hmm. there was a sexual relationship there. I didn't pick that up until you mentioned it. Well, they have sex in the building. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? No, they don't. I didn't. But I didn't they, even like, pick it up. You don't get it. His hair's the, all the messed key, up. Right, right. No, no. I totally get it when you mention it, but really, <laughs> it just never occurred to me. And I really? doubt it. I doubt no, it did honestly, to my kids their either. Conservation because, opens the gates. Yeah, yeah. No, it nah, totally it makes sense. Right, right. I just. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't. I don't think I got it when I, I was a kid. I don't even remember talking about that. It's just no. I must have. I was fourteen, so hopefully I got it. I guess I definitely didn't get it. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that uh, bright, but I guess. Uh, uh. But no, yeah, there's there's a lot of that in this film, and it's still a, considered a family film. So you know, uh, you know, we we t- I think the last time we recorded, we t- I brought up that this is also largely believed to be a uh, kind of a a conservative treatise in a way, in that the like the, the bad guy, the bad human. Is 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 the EPA guy? Oh right. Whose job yeah. it is to make sure that they're basically he's right. Yeah, <laughs> there I is know, but... an un, like a very unstable nuclear powered device in the middle of New York City that has not been regulated in yeah. any way, and he's wrong to make them shut it down without knowing what it is. But the fact that he goes in there and is completely rebuffed by Bill Murray's character and comes back and is like, "Well, you had a chance, but now we're just going to shut you down." I mean, that's if you if you were living next door to that, you'd want the EPA to come in and take a look. Yeah, but you're storing ghosts in what? Yeah, in a yeah. Who? yeah. And how how about the Ghostbusters? I mean, there's this epidemic problem of ghosts in the city. Yeah. They have the technology to deal with it, but they won't share it with anyone. They just capitalize on it. Take it's like advantage. That's the American way. <laughs> yeah, it's like the they, apple of uh, ghosts. It's like Iron Jackson. Man. <laughs> right, Iron right. Man they too. They packed those uh, those packs. <laughs> no one was getting a hold of it. Yeah, but in fairness, the EPA guy, he had to. Yeah, he was kind of. <laughs> but the fact that he's like the heavy, aside from obviously the ghosts and the big god, Puff, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, kind of really says a lot about attitudes about that kind of stuff in the '80s, like how little we seemed as a culture to mm-hmm. care about yeah. that. Like we put we put that in the background. We were okay to accept the EPA guy would be like. An, an asshole. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, that damn EPA guy <laughs> trying to keep the environment safe. Let the Ghostbusters do their thing and stuff. I mean, I was talking to my wife about this and like the 80s movies, like a lot of, you can look at like 80s movies. The, the heroes were like big business, like The Secret yeah. of My Success and uh, Wall Street and all these films where the heroes were really like office guys, corporate guys. And now like we hate corporate guys. Like they steal our money. And it's a Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's like, glorified. like those corporate but it was guys. In the but 80s. It's, but yeah, it happens in, in, in the, the 80s, 80s yeah. but we realize how they're ripping everybody off. Yeah, but yet, yeah. Michael J. Fox is cute when he runs around yeah. trying to be a corporate executive in, in a movie. And it's like, I oh, think, or like <laughs> what's the other one? Um, um, Working Girl, right? 
yeah. Melanie Griffith tries it's been to getting a to lot of it. yeah. It's like all these. Lately. There's all these. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think the, the real bad guys of the '80s are any um, companies building houses, like yeah. those oh, yeah. residential yeah. areas, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Alter guys building yep. them on top of uh, guys. Indian oh, yeah. burial grounds. Yeah. Every every residential uh, construction but, company is just evil. Well, like blondes, blonde teenage boys are all they're all bad guys. Oh, yeah. All those Aryan. Well, they yeah. were when we grew up. They're all named Johnny. Johnny. I know I had at least, I had at least three. That I I mean, we got to do Karate Kid. I think that came up uh, with people at the show. They wanted us to do Karate Kid as one of our. Choices. I've been dying to do. We, that. We, I have we've so got to put that on the list. Karate we talk about like the. the the really good stuff in Ghostbusters. Yeah, we've got a few minutes. We're All right, wrap up soon, cool. but let's let's talk about some good stuff. Like, I, I'm gonna give my favorite line again. Yeah, do, um, do the line. <laughs> when uh, when they catch the first ghost and they come out with this trap and it's smoking and Dan Eckert says, "Sir, what you have there is a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm or a class <laughs> five full roaming vapor. Real nasty one nasty too. One. I love that. It's line. the focus on real nasty one. Like, like yeah, like he goes from nerd to. Real nasty, real nasty one too. <laughs> Love that line. Everyone's favorite line. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I didn't have spot. anything prepared. Right. Put you I on got the it. Spot. I got it when um, when uh, what uh, Ernie Hudson is applying for the job, and oh, that's a good one. And she is just rattling at the secretary. What's her name? Uh, Annie Potts. Annie well, Potts. that's her. Yeah, she's yeah. just rattling off. What do you believe? This, that, the Bigfoot, blah, blah blah. And he just says, <laughs> "If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe whatever you want." I, I just <laughs> I laugh my head off. Mine's kind of a cheat because. It was the best part watching it with the kids, and it was just when he got when Slimer slimes him. He's laying there with the goo all over <laughs> I'm him. Gonna say. He slimed me. He's got the turtle. He's trying. Oh to my! Like my son laughs. And he says, "I feel so funky." <laughs> yeah, that's the thank you. That's the bad. Just so funky. He was laughing. Uh, I got that. like that's one of the moments that the doing this. Um, it just it just feels good because we had a, a family moment. Uh, unfortunately, my wife wasn't yeah. there to. To view it with us, but um, yeah, he was laughing. My daughter didn't get it, but Franklin says, "When we get to twenty, tell me I'm going to throw up." <laughs> that's a great line. Yeah. Well, come on. What about oh. what about the Stape Up Mushroom? Yes, line when they're, that's uh, that's got to be the main line. We've been going about this all wrong. This Mister Stape Up is okay. He's a sailor. He's in New York. If we get this guy laid, we won't have any trouble. Just that, that is line definitely is fantastic. the biggest. Well, what about line. you, Jay? What's your favorite? Fine. I got nothing. I'm not even going to try. Pressure. It's still plenty. Yeah. Remember when the when the um the new people show up to the party that the the guys oh, having? Oh, he had yeah. right off. I don't invite friends. That one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just so I got going. Sense, What's your what was your rating? I mean, we should move on to yeah, uh, sure. Four, four, four out of five times. Four out of five. Um, <laughs> saving the five for something special. My next. Okay. Well, I uh, me and my oh, kids. Oh, we can do halves. Then. Oh, I can do halves. Yeah. I'll go yeah. about that. Halves. We didn't four get the Four and a half. And I think I, I said this before that I Let's think... Let's just change it to an eight scale. An eight and scale? And then we can stick what with all numbers. Seven? Well, why wouldn't we go to ten? Then? No, no, we're not changing anything. Because we have to preserve the old the fl- you know, five half star five. scale. We can do Maybe half we can star. change the stars part. It could be something else. Uh, I don't know four slimers out of slimers. five. Uh, yeah, okay, four and a half slimers. <laughs> four slimers and a uh, one of those ghosts that are flying around. Um... <laughs> But I said it before, and I think this is it, this is still holds true, is that this is a great um, movie that um, is a good primer for kids for horror. Yeah. Horror. Am I saying that right? Horror. 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 And and uh, adult horror. more adult horror. movies. So it's kind of like hinting around to what's scary, what's not, and also um, a more adult 
some little adult themes here mm-hmm. and there. I think it's a great movie for that. So, um, so think about that when you go and you um, rent or stream Ghostbusters. <laughs> Puff? Um, I mean, I have to give it a five because it's so unique in its, in its genre. It's a comedy horror. Yeah. And if I'm rating comedy horrors... That's the best I can't one. I think it's too many others. Ever made. <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few. I'm sorry. I House is a comedy horror movie. Yeah, but it's not Ghostbusters. Like I would put that on the scale too. Is okay. it a very uh, good movie? What was the Ash movies? Those are all. Comedy. Oh yeah, and those are comedy. Evil that, Dead. But those were like advanced. Those were. But that was only the Evil Dead. What was it? Evil two, Dead. The first two were actually very scary. Right. Well, well the original was, but I would say that Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. That, oh, that was definitely a comedy horror. Which was the third? Yeah, they totally changed it for. We have to get a whole other podcast. <laughs> they're all they're all going to end up fours. Yeah, like four so it's less five. important what we think as That's it is true. what our kids right. Think. I didn't get to the because yeah. we're picking We've movies that we love. Ones. That's the, we're picking movies that at least one of us loves. I mean, exactly. I know that. Oh come on! I don't remember all which, of us love. It was one I love. Jay's like screw this movie. I yeah, can make this I movie on my, on my on my yeah on my for <laughs> Logan. I'm going to have to give him a non-entity on this because he ran screaming from the room. Only three and five. I would think it might be a little too scary. Which was my daughter. Yeah, and <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's it for this episode of the League of Extraordinary. You go through our library and watch. I'm sorry, listen to all our old podcasts. Respond uh, reading on iTunes because if we get some ratings, then we'll actually start showing up in the iTunes. Um, no, no, don't rate <laughs> no, us no, unless you like stuff. us. Think positive. Hopefully you do like us. Give us some feedback and give yeah, us Yeah, it's on Facebook, uh, LXP Online, and uh, Twitter. Uh, you can email us. So uh, I guess that's it for, for the LXP podcast. Oh, our next movie. Our next movie, yes. Uh, our next movie will be The Flight of the Navigator. All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <clears throat> Go on. No, don't mind me. This is all going to end up at the end of the podcast. I know hostile. He puts the bloopers at the end. 